Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about I am not moved by what I see. Yes, I am not moved by what I see. This is a teaching podcast, so as always, go and grab your Bibles and something to write with. I want you to take some copious notes as I believe I have some powerful things to share with you today. So when I was thinking about this title, I am not moved by what I see. This is something that is common to all of us because in the natural, there are so many things that we are moved by, upset by, get emotional about, angry about, sad about, frustrated about. Life is kind of filled and full of swift transitions. And if you don't know how to look at things properly, you can definitely be a situation waiting to happen. And so I want to just talk about this for just a few moments, because I think more than anything else, those of us that really love God and really want to please his heart, if we would really be honest, most of the time we are moved by the things that we see and that we hear. And this was one of Jesus's, in my opinion, greatest qualities. He was never moved by good news, bad news, people challenging him, saying he was not the son of God. He had the Sanhedrin court on his behind. He had the disciples getting on his nerves every now and again. The scribes and the Pharisees, they were always combative with Jesus. I mean, he always had something that he woke up to that was different than the day before. But he was always steady, always sharp, always full of the mission of Christ. And that's something to admire, especially in this day, because people are up and down. What you see from them today, tomorrow will turn around and they may not do that tomorrow. They may treat you a different way because generally we're moved by what we see and the things that we hear. But how can you not be moved by the things that you see? You can't unsee what you saw. So if you saw a car wreck and it changed your life, you can't unsee that. If you saw somebody get murdered or beat up, you cannot unsee that. If you saw something good that made you feel really great inside, you can't unsee that as well. Certain things in our lives have happened to us by the things that we saw. It's the same thing with what we hear. You can't unhear bad news. You can't unhear things that caused you to be upset, frustrated. You can't unhear or unknow things that you know. So when you get information and you get something that you saw or something that you hear or different things that you are around, it's easy to be a product of your own environment. A victim, as it were. And granted, I don't like that word victim because I do believe that I'm victorious simply because of what Jesus did for me on the cross. But in my everyday world, 
I got to admit that there are times I am moved by the things that I see. You know, God could say something to me today and something could happen by noon and I could question what the Lord said to me. It's almost like it's a setup. You know, God will speak to your heart and then something will happen that will go against or contradict what God has said. But this is by design. And as I begin to grow in Christ, I had to realize that one of the greatest attributes of the Holy Spirit is that he shows you things to come. So when you get uh, up in the morning and you spend time with God and the Holy Spirit shows you the day and things that need to happen, why are we so moved by the things that we heard when the Holy Spirit said this was going to happen? But we just so soon to forget And that's one of the major problems that I think most believers have. We don't remember what the Lord said. It happened to Peter. You know, Peter said, Lord, I'll never forsake you. I'll never leave you. I'll always be here for you. I'm your ride or die. I'm Peter. And Jesus said before the cock crows three times, you will have denied me. Wow. And everything Jesus said came to pass. And so we have to understand and we have to know beyond a shadow of a doubt every day that when we spend time with God, when we spend time with the Holy Spirit, he's going to tell us some things and we cannot forget what he says. So when we get news that we hear that are not favorable, when we get a doctor's report or a bill that we cannot pay or an unexpected bill for a lot of money or something happens in your family, with your kids, with your wife, you get a pink slip on your job, they fire you, they're downsizing, they made the decision the night before and you just seem like you walked into a powder keg. I want you to know God's got you. He's got you. And so he doesn't want us to be caught off guard, caught unawares, as it were. Because a lot of times we're just caught off guard by the things that we see. And Jesus moved with a certain type of cadence. He moved with a bounce in his step. He moved as if he knew everything that was going to happen. And I would say to you that his greatest power was in prayer. Because again, in prayer is where we get the news. It's in prayer where we get our assignment. It is in prayer where the Holy Spirit gives us that confirmation and gives us that comfort and power and courage to do God's will. And Jesus was very mission-oriented. I want you to know this about Jesus. He was mission-oriented. He loved people. He loved the mission of the Father. He said, my meat is to do the will of God. I don't do anything unless the Father tells me to do it. And this is why, in my opinion, he wasn't moved by the things that he saw. Because everything that he saw, he understood what he was looking at. And that's the thing about you and I that's not always like God. When he looks at things, when Jesus looked at things, He didn't see it the way you saw it. It wasn't destructive to him. It wasn't a permanent situation. So watch this. He didn't allow his emotions to get invested in what he saw, whether it was good or whether it was bad. 
I've said to you, those that follow my ministry, especially those that follow my church, I say that, you know, no emotion has the ability to stay at its highest level of intensity always. Whatever you feel right now is what you feel right now. But that's going to change an hour from now, two hours from now, two weeks from now, two years from now. No emotion can stay at the height of its apex at the same level it was introduced to you. And knowing that and having that on the inside of us should cheer us up and help us to be able to say, I operate in another realm. I operate in a spiritual realm. I don't want to operate in this natural terra firma. There's nothing here for you and I that's going to cause us to feel good about the things that's going on. If you have no money, that's just for today. Tomorrow, you'll have some money or next week, you'll have some money. If you feel bad in your body, that's just for now. That's not going to last always. The old saints used to say trouble don't last always. And I've lived a little while now that I've tested that out to know it to be true. And so we have to get to the point that we see like Jesus sees. I'm praying even now that the Lord would give you vision, not sight, vision, a visionary perspective of every situation in your life where you can look at it and diagnose it without your feelings involved. Because that's the problem. We bring our feelings to the things that we see. And that's what trips us up. That's what causes us to get mad. That's what causes us to get sad and depressed. That's what causes us to say, things will never change. I will always be in this situation. I will always be dragging up the rear. And Jesus understood and he guarded his mouth because we got to understand what we see what's going to come next is what we say, what we hear, and then we speak it out. But we've got to learn how to keep our natural man in check. We've got to learn how to tell our natural man, you don't run this. I am a spiritual being and I flow in the realm of the spirit. And the things that I do and the things that I say, watch this, I've got to be calculated. I got to be intentional. I can't just do what everybody else is doing because everybody else is not going where I'm trying to go. As a matter of fact, I would say this to you. Every last one of us got to get with God and do it the way he's telling us to do it. You can't mimic anybody out here. Because everybody is just kind of moving at their own pace and their own tempo. And I get that. But when we move like Jesus did, he was led into the things that he did. I believe the scripture talks about he was led into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. He was led into the wilderness. The spirit led him into the wilderness. But when he came out of that wilderness situation, he had power. He was full of the spirit. So whatever God is leading you into, it's for a purpose. It's not for you to sightsee. It's not for you to even say anything. It's for you to get out of it what you need to get out of it. Because when you come out of it, you are going to be filled with power for your purpose. Filled with power for your assignment. So whatever comes your way from day to day, 
you'll be able to handle it. Let me give you this one and only scripture that I have for you that has been a blessing to my life, and it's in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. Notice what it says. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are seen, but for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. I'm going to read that to you again. It sounded a little funny coming out of my mouth. I'm going to say it to you one more time. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. I believe that's what I meant to say. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. This is how you can move throughout your day, understanding the scripture. And that's what has to hold us, the scripture, the word of God, the promises of God. It ought to set your mindset on a path. And it said, we should not look at the things that are seen. Because when we look at seeing things or what we're looking at is not what we're looking at. It's not what it is. The things that we are looking at right now are temporal. And I said that to you earlier in the show. They're temporal. They're temporary. Everything in your life is a temporary situation. See, if you really understood that, you can go through anything. If you knew you were just going to be broke for just a few days, but after that, things were going to get better, you wouldn't be upset at all, I don't think. Maybe you would be a little bit. I don't know. But knowing certain things helps you to be guided properly. Knowing certain things keeps you ahead of certain things. And here's one thing that you got to know. It's temporary. Your frustration it's temporary and you're only frustrated because the outcome was not what you expected. And I've been there before and I get it. But when we set the tone and the tenor of our day, we know whatever somebody is telling us that we didn't like, I'm not even going to let that affect me because that's temporary. I'm after something else because I have to understand that the things which are not seen that we cannot see according to the scripture, they are eternal. They last. That's what has to happen in our heart today, that we've got to look in the spirit realm because you can't see that in the natural realm. All we see here is just problems after problems, situations after situations, trouble after trouble. It's just always something going on all the time. It's always something. It's difficult to live a victorious life living in this world. This is why we're in the world, but we're not of it, pertaining to the things of the world. We got to get that lesson. See, we live in the world and we just as a part of it as everybody else. So when things happen in the world, we just as affected by it as everybody else. But we should not be. We are a citizen of another kingdom. We are a part of another priesthood, a priesthood that cannot end. It's eternal. It can't die. Jesus' system will never fail. His kingdom will never come to an end. He's Alpha, he's Omega, he's the beginning, and he's the end. And this is why in the prayer he said, let thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. The kingdom of God has got to come to you. You're the earth. You are the salt of the world. You are 
the light of the world. You are the outshining of the Father. You are the encouragement the world needs, but you cannot be that if you're constantly moved by what you see. So don't look at the things that are seen. Look at the things that are not seen, the things that you cannot see, but you got to focus your eyes in the spirit. See, the things that God says that are important is what we need to focus on. Because feelings follow focus. And anybody that has followed me, they know I've said that a thousand times. Your feelings follow your focus. And if that is true, and I believe that it is, we need to start focusing on the things of God, his word, his promises, stuff that he has said to us over and over again, and let it wash your mentality, let it wash your thought life. And before you know it, nothing will bother you. Because you know it's temporary. Let me just give you a little bit more and I'll let you go. So according to the word of God, what I see with my natural eyes, again, is temporary. It should not and does not control my life. Don't let this stuff control your life. Don't let the lack of money control your life. Don't let what's going on in a relationship control you. Jesus never did that. He didn't let anybody control him. Now, he understood even when he didn't have it with his natural eyes, he knew where he could get it. That's why he ain't trip. That's why he could feed the 5,000. The Bible didn't say that Jesus had the lunch. They said the little boy had the lunch and the disciples found it and they brought it to Jesus. There were a lot of things Jesus didn't have right at that moment, but because he had access to everything the father had, he never tripped when he needed it. The Bible didn't say that Jesus had the tax money on him. He said to Peter, go to the lake, go fishing here for a minute. Since you are a fisherman, cast in a hook and the first fish that comes up, open up his mouth. You'll find some money in there. Hey, man, pay our tax bill and let's be about our day. That's what a real boss does. He don't trip about the things that he may not have right then. But we do all the time. Most of the time, if we don't have it, we feel bad. If we don't have it, we go into a depression. If we don't have it, we say, God don't love us. God don't care. Why am I in this situation? No, that's the time where you need to plug your ears to the mouth of God and hear what he's going to tell you to do about what you don't have. He will direct you to get what you need. You know why? Because he knows where the goodies are, man. That's why you don't trip. I want, I'm praying that what I'm saying to you is helping you in some way. Don't be moved by this stuff. It's just temporary. Don't let it control your life. What I see in the realm of the spirit is permanent and it's eternal. So what is of God wins every time. Did you get that? What is of God's will win every time. So what I see, taste, feel, or hear it's not always the truth. It may be a fact, but all factual information is not the truth. You know why? Because facts and the will can change, but the truth never changes no matter what. That's what I love about God. Everything about him is true. It may be a fact that you got $5.35 in your bank account, but the truth is a cattle on a thousand hills belongs to God and he'll give me whatever I need when I ask him in faith. Facts are in the natural realm. And for some people, sickness, disease and poverty and so on are facts. 
But the truth is, I am is here. We are healed by the stripes of Jesus. So today, when you go about your day, continue to tell yourself, I'm not moved by what I see. I look in another realm of existence where I come from, and that's the spirit. And the truth is, it's always in the word of God. Truth always overcomes, overrides, and changes the facts. Simply speak the truth of God's word with confidence, and the word of God will override and change the facts for you. Thank you, Lord, that I'm free today because I'm not looking in the realm of the natural. Thank you, God, that I am free today because I am not moved by what I see, because what I see is always temporary. I can go about my day and feel good when somebody tell me something. Okay. When somebody tell me this. Okay. Now, I'm not saying this is going to be easy at first because it's not, because you're going to have to practice this. You're going to have to meditate on God's word. And the more you meditate on God's word and what he says to you in his word, when somebody hits you with something that you know ain't of God, you don't trip. They can't get nothing out of you. You're not moved by it. You're like, okay, because you're not looking to them to bail you out. You're not looking to the system of the world to bail you out because you already know you've been bailed out. When Jesus died on the cross and said it was finished, that was your bailout. And everything that the Father has is yours. All right? Well, that's all that I wanted to share with you today. I pray just these few moments in time blessed you through my opening salvo and the certain things that I said to you today from my heart. I pray that it did. And if it did, I want you to go to your computer and email me at info at thomasadeloach.com. Do it today. Info at thomasadeloach.com and drop me a line and let me know, hey, pastor, this really blessed me today. As always, you can go to my website. I want to encourage you to do that. thomasadeloach.com. Go there today. There's a subscriber box on the homepage. I want you to put your email in there and I will send you a free PDF for something for you to read and consider. And also we are sending out monthly newsletters, e-blasts. So I want you to go to the website and put your email in there so you can get on that emailing list so I can encourage you as often as I can. And finally, I'm looking for financial partners. I know some of you are being blessed. Go back to that website, thomasadeloach.com. Scroll all the way down, almost to the bottom of the screen. You will see a donation link there. Click it, open it up. And whatever the Spirit of God tells you to give, I want you to sow it today. If you are being blessed and empowered, I want you to consider partnering with me. No dollar amount is too big or too small. And what you give continues to help me to empower you and those that will follow us moving forward. I want you also to share this podcast, this episode today. Again, if it blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Tell your mother, your father, a friend, send them this link. This is one of my personal goals. I want as many people as God will give me that I can encourage through the word of God and these teachings that I have prepared for you is my prayer. I'm praying for you always and believing God's best for you. Go about your day knowing that you are not moved by what you see. God is a boss and you are too. And until next time, be empowered.
Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com. And follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.